to sweat? Do you enjoy working out? Are you looking for new exercise or fitness ideas? Or are you simply interested in learning more about how to live a healthier lifestyle? If you're looking for information or resources on how to use exercise to improve your quality of life, then All About Fitness is for you. My name is Pete McCall, and I'm a fitness professional who's been educated in training personal trainers since flip phones and portable CD players were popular. I started this podcast to provide a source of reliable information about how to use exercise to help you live your best life possible. Just because we're all getting a little older does not mean we have to give up our favorite sports or recreational activities. The main theme of All About Fitness is to feature the types of exercise that can slow down the biological aging process and to help you learn how to use exercise to be your personal fountain of youth. Hello, I'm Pete McCall. Welcome to episode 21 of All About Fitness. After publishing the first 20 episodes, I want to make a couple of minor changes to how I do things with this podcast. For number one, I'm going to keep the interview format and will work to release at least one interview a week, but I also want to start doing one short format podcast as well, where I'll talk about a specific fitness or exercise science related issue. In these shorter formats, I'll talk about the benefits of a certain trend, provide an overview of some recent research relevant to fitness and the aging process, or do a review of a new fitness workout or a fitness product. For this first short format, I'm going to give you a brief background of my experience in the fitness industry to help you understand why I'm doing this podcast, and most importantly, why you should tune in and listen. I just want to give you a little bit of background about who I am, about my experience in the fitness industry, and what I plan on doing with this podcast. First, the primary reason that I started All About Fitness was because I saw a need for fitness information specifically for the over 35 fitness enthusiast. Now, myself, I'm a member of Generation X. Currently, as I'm recording this, I'm 44 years old, and I've been working in the fitness industry since the late 90s. I first got into working out um, in the 80s. I've written a couple blog posts about it, about, you know, like a lot of people my age, I saw movies with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone and, you know, wanted to look like that. You know, that was the big guy always kicked butt and got the girl. (laughs) So who wouldn't want to do that? Um, Anyway, I got into the fitness industry in the late 1990s. This was right when personal training was starting to become more popular. Until then, the only personal trainers worked with movie stars. It, was really, it wasn't really, it was really that accessible for the average person to work with personal trainers. But that started changing. About the late 90s, around 97, 98, health clubs started offering personal training, and it went from being a very small line item on, on a budget to becoming you know, anywhere from 5 to 20% of a health club's operating revenue. So since then, I've done a lot of stuff in the fitness world. Um, I, I worked full-time as a personal trainer for a few years as both a personal trainer group fitness instructor. I did that in Washington, D.C., right in downtown Washington, D.C., which is really a uh, really unique, uh, unique way to, to see uh, how our nation's government works. Um, I've managed a health club. I was involved with uh, teaching workshops for new personal trainers hired by one of the largest health club chains in the country. From about 2002 to 2006, I traveled up and down the East Coast educating personal trainers for um, an East Coast chain of health clubs. So I really that's where I got into, um, into the education side of that. While I was doing that, I earned my master's degree in exercise science. And from working for a large health club company, I went to work for a small premium health club company that had locations around, around the country where I was the national director of fitness education. 
Now, this this health club company no longer exists, um, but we had, at the time I worked for them, uh, we had locations in Ritz-Carlton and Four Seasons Hotels. So that kind of gives you an idea of who we service. But while I was there, I was responsible for writing the education programming to support a personal training business that generated about $17 million a year in operating income. Um, after that, I went to work for the American Council on Exercise. So I went from working in commercial fitness where I was responsible for educating personal trainers and helping develop fitness programs to working for the largest nonprofit uh, fit personal training certification in the country. So I got certified by the American Council on Exercise in 1998. Ten years later, I went to work for them as an educator. Um, at ACE, I helped create a model of exercise program design that is used to teach personal trainers how to apply the science of exercise. Um, we, you know, there's a lot of information about, about, there's a lot of science that goes into exercise. And so what we did at ACE is we created what we called the integrated fitness training model that gives a systematic application for how exercise can be applied to get results. Now, the cool thing, and I'll put this in the show notes, is um, ACE recently sponsored some some research that shows that this model works. I mean, we, we knew it does. I mean, it was based on science. I mean, we didn't make it up. We based it on, on the data and we based it on research. But it's cool to see something you've worked on validated um, in the scientific method. So anyway, I worked at ACE for a number of years where I created education programs. I developed workshops. I traveled around the country and around the world educating personal trainers. I left full-time employment with ACE because I wanted to work with equipment companies. And ACE is a 501c3 organization. They're a nonprofit. And so they had a very strict non-compete policy, meaning I couldn't work for equipment companies because it would be seen as kind of a um, promoting the equipment. So I left full-time employment in 2013, but I've been a contractor since then. Uh, before ACE, I'm a contractor where I write blog content. I'll put a link to uh, my blogs on the show notes below. I write articles for their, they have an online magazine for fitness professionals. I have written education programs for personal trainers, and I've been a spokesperson for the organization for a number of years, and I'll get to that in a minute. So along with, uh, along with working for ASO, I also work for the National Academy of Sports Medicine, and I'm very open with both organizations. I let them know, um, but NASM and ASO are the two largest personal training certifications in the country, and I am one of a few people in the world who has written chapters for both, both organizations. And that's not to brag, but just give you um, an idea of my background of what I've done. You know, I, I take the science of how we know the body is changed by exercise, and I try to put it in a way that personal trainers can understand it and apply it to their con- to the clients. So, in addition um, to my work for the two personal training certifications, I also work uh, as uh, I work in, at a college. I work uh, two colleges here in San Diego. I one is a junior college where I teach in their personal training. They have a one-year personal training certificate. Um, it's based on the ACE curriculum that I helped develop. So when I when I became available and, and wasn't working full-time through the organization, I went to go work uh, for, for uh, Mesa College as, as a part-time faculty. I also work for San Diego State, where I am an adjunct faculty. I don't teach every semester, but I fill in from time to time for entry-level classes and, and in labs to help teach uh, exercise science to students. I also work with a few equipment companies. Um, a couple of companies are sponsors of All About Fitness. That would be Active Motion Bar. That really is one of the coolest new products I've seen in, in the past number of years. Um, I'll have the link to their, their page in the show notes. And Vicor Fitness. Vicor is a really unique line of benches that have inflatable um, that have inflatable pads, which is much more comfortable and is much more biomechanically and ergonomically 
um, correct, and so it can reduce uh, reduce discomfort. Besides those companies, I work with Core Health and Fitness. Core Health and Fitness owns brands such as Star Trek, Stairmaster, Nautilus, and Schwinn Fitness. So I do education. I go around. I, I teach workshops um, for them on their products. I also still teach workshops for American Council on Exercise, and I travel around with a group called SCW. Um, they have a series of about eight or nine fitness conferences, Katoon Education Conferences, and I teach workshops for them. I teach core training workshops, kettlebell workshops. This year, I'm doing a series of anatomy workshops. I'll have uh, some information to get in the show notes um, in an ongoing episode so you can find out if you want to come see me in person. A lot of my guests that I'll have on here will be speakers and educators from the SCW events. So if you like what we're talking about and you want to see us live and, and learn more about fitness or how you can become a fitness professional, um, by all means, come join us at an event. So back to being a media spokesperson. Um, when I worked in D.C., I worked in politics before I got into fitness. Uh, truth be told, I started working. I got into fitness kind of by accident. I was working part-time at a health club um, at a front desk to get a free membership and then saw the trainers and, and actually one of the group instructors is now my wife um, and realized, that, wow, you can make a living doing this. And so working on Capitol Hill, you pigeonhole yourself into a very limited specific role. But one of the things I had gotten on Capitol Hill was media training. I had worked for a couple of organizations that were very um, had a very high media profile. So I went through some media training. So starting in about 2003, I started being a spokesperson for the health club companies. So between 2003 and 2006, I did um, a lot of regular interviews in the Washington Post. I did a lot of uh, media hits. Um, I did a regular piece on the local NBC affiliate on um, you know fitness tips. We'd give it fitness tips. I always joked that it was the 4 o'clock news hour, so I was going against Oprah. But um, it was a good way to get up and get in front of people. Since 2008, I've been a media spokesperson for the American Council on Exercise, where I have given media, I, I do regular, probably at least two to three times a week, I'm speaking with both local, national um, publications about fitness information. I've given fitness tips from everybody from Better Homes and Gardens to the Wall Street Journal. Um, so I just, I, I've, I've been used as a resource for fitness. And I have a regular network of uh, editors and reporters, fitness reporters, who will contact me regularly to ask information, to, to ask for tidbits and stuff. So back to why I'm doing this podcast. As I mentioned, I'm in my 40s. Uh, I've never been an underwear model. I've never been a bodybuilder. I don't take half-naked pictures of myself and throw it up on Instagram. Um, if you saw me, you'd kind of look at me and go, wow, you, you work in fitness? But I am fit. I'm strong. I'm in better shape now in my 40s than I was in my 20s. I, you know, as an athlete, I played amateur club rugby. I played rugby at the highest level in the United States. My mentality as a rugby player, and, and for anybody that knows rugby, I played in the front row of the scrum. I played prop and hooker, depending on the, the level. At the higher competitive levels, I was a, I was a hooker. Um, more socially, I'd play whatever, wherever spot I could play to get a game. So I always, my focus has always been on being fit, being strong. When I played, well, let me correct that. When I was on my college football team, I was one of the top 10, I didn't start by any stretch of imagination, um, but I was one of the top 10 strength to body weight ratios of the team because I was really into lifting the fitness aspect of it. So, I, you know, that's my, my fitness background is more in competitive sports. And, and I look at I look at fitness as giving us the ability to do what we want to do when we want to do it. I'll say that again. Fitness is having the ability to do what you want to do when you want to do it. So I wanted to start this podcast 
because all the podcasts I see out there, you know, I have some stuff about specifically for over 50, but a lot of the fitness podcasts are all about high hardcore extreme. You know, we got to work out. We got to hit our wad. We got to, you know, get massive. We got to get swole. We got to get ripped. We got to get jacked. You know what? That stuff is awesome. And honestly, I love it. I have a lot of friends that do that. I have a lot of friends that are fitness models and and, and are in that world. And, and I love and respect them. And they train their butts off. And it takes an incredible amount of effort to be able to do that. But I haven't seen much information about how we can use fitness to slow down the aging process. I haven't seen much information about how those of us in our 40s and people in their 50s and 60s who love exercise, how they should adapt their programs as they age. Because here's the deal. Our bodies change. We cannot stop the chronological aging process. Chronological aging started when you're born and will continue until you decease. Biological aging, biological aging is how our body, how our body evolves, how the physiology of our body is affected over time. Here's the thing. We can't do anything to change chronological aging, but we can significantly, significantly influence biological aging. How we eat, how we exercise, how we sleep, our lifestyle habits, all of that can have a very have a significant impact on the biological aging process. So that's why I wanted to do this podcast is to talk about those things that we can do. I know a number of people in their 40s and 50s and 60s who love working out. They love being in shape and they're looking for information about what they can do. The other thing that is I get emails probably once or twice a week from friends, you know, college buddies, high school friends, rugby friends, people who I've known for years who are asking about how do I get back in shape or what should I be doing? Um, because here's the thing, you know, that old bodybuilder routine that you did for years <laughs> ain't going to cut it when you're in your forties. You know, when we get in our forties, it's more about mobility training. It's more about the recovery. It's more about just being consistent. It's not about how much we can bench. And, and, and I always joke in the fact that I've been in a bench press recovery group. I haven't done a bench press, a weighted bench press in a number of years. If I want to work that body part, I work, you know, do pushups. So that's what All About Fitness is about. It's about, I'm, I, I tagline it, the NPR of fitness. I want to provide good fitness information for how you, the listener, can use fitness to enhance your life, to enhance your quality of life. So um, on All About Fitness, if you go back through, this is episode 21, just a little brief intro. If you go back through and look at some of the previous episodes, I interviewed Joe Decker. Joe Decker is, is technically the, the world's fittest man. He has a Guinness Book of World Records World is fittest man. He's the two-time winner of the Spartan Death Race. He's in his late 40s, and he still does. Um, when I interviewed him, it was right before he did a 300-mile canoe race across Texas. I did a podcast with Randy Hedrick, the inventor of the TRX, and a former Navy SEAL. I asked him, you know, kind of leadership advice that he got from being in the SEALs, and now as, as a business owner, how does he make time for exercise? Todd Durkin, who's one of the more popular strength coaches in the country, um, Todd Durkin and I spoke about motivation. Uh, I have a podcast with Amy Nicotera. Amy Nicotera is a longtime fitness professional, one of my favorite fitness pros, but she recently had a, had a baby at the age of 40, and she exercised. She's a group fitness instructor and taught group fitness and ran a half marathon. It was her first pregnancy at age 40, and you know, actually within hours, and this is, this is true, within hours of, of recording our podcast, she gave birth to her son. 
So what I'm really trying to do is trying to you know bring in people that I know, and a lot of these people are are associates and colleagues and people I see at fitness conferences and fitness events, and we we have conversations, we 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 geek out about this stuff, and I what I want to try to do is share some of those conversations with you, the listener. So if you are a fitness enthusiast, and this is primarily for fitness consumers, people who read the magazines, people who want to know more about what they should be doing in the gym, I'm trying to bring that information to you. So future episodes will feature advice on strength training, yoga, nutrition. I'm going to be speaking with inventors of fitness equipment like the TRX, like Total Gym, and other common tools that you use to make you sweat. But I'm also going to be going outside of fitness and looking at I have a friend who's a financial planner, so we'll, I'm going to have him on a couple times to talk about being financially fit. I have a couple of friends that are very spiritual. You know, if you if you want to call it religious, fine, but I want to talk about that aspect. Personally, I'm not, but I think there's a very important topic. You know, has a very important component of being fit is body, mind, and spirit. You know, I know a lot about the body. I know a little bit about the mind and almost nothing about the spirit, but that's an important component of being fit. So in starting with this episode, this is going a little bit longer than I wanted, but starting with this episode, I'm going to be releasing two episodes a week. And one is going to be an interview, regular standard format, probably about 30 to 40 minutes of an interview covering a specific topic. And then I'm going to be doing another podcast that's going to be between five and 10 minutes. And it's going to be more like an auditory blog, more of just a few thoughts, something relevant, something pertinent, um, something in the news. Maybe there's been some new research or maybe there's a new trend and I'll comment on that. So in the meantime, if you find that you like this content, if you're listening to all about fitness regularly, I would ask you please to give me a, a rating on iTunes. You know, the, the ratings help increase your visibility on iTunes. Um, also, I'd ask you to visit sponsors, Active Motion Bar, Vicor Fitness, Skills has come on as a sponsor, and they each have, um, you know, in, this, in the bits that I'll have and the spots I'll have at the end of this, um, each of them will have a discount code for you how you can save a little bit of money on their products. So I'm also going to be posting, uh, I have a personal blog, Pete McCall Fitness. I'll be trying to post on that regularly. But you can catch information. I do a lot of blogging, a lot of article writing for the American Council on Exercise. Their website's acefitness, acefitness.org. And I'll have a link to that in the show notes below to my content um, page. If you a little bit more information about me, that's my background. Um, I do have a master's in exercise science. I'm a certified strength and conditioning specialist. I hold personal training certifications from ACE and NASM. I am a study geek. I try to take every opportunity to learn a little bit more about fitness and have an open mind and, and try to, you know, we're learning. We're learning more about the body every year, and, and so I try to adapt to that. But a few more things. I'm a Leo. Um, I like long walks on the beach. I love Hugh Grant movies. <laughs> just kidding. Um, that just is, that always seems a little, you know, to add that in there. But in all seriousness, I'm married. I have two young kids. Um, we live in the in the beautiful paradise of North County, San Diego. And that's one thing that I'm very fortunate about. And we moved here because if you've read the book Outliers um, by Malcolm Gladwell, San Diego is one of those areas where there's a tremendous amount of fitness. You have the inventor of the BOSU is here. The people that make Total Gym are here. Um, uh, ACE is located here. Why I moved here. IDEA, which is the largest um, trade association for fitness professionals, is here. There's a huge network of fitness professionals and educators. We jokingly call ourselves the San Diego Fitness Mafia. So I'll be having a lot of those folks on um, as guests regularly. So I still try to play old boys rugby when I can. Uh, I teach group fitness classes at Equinox and at a YMCA. I enjoy hiking, trail running, 
mountain biking, and lately I've gotten into building Legos. Um, my wife complains I probably spend a little bit too much money on Legos, but it's a fun, fun little hobby. Anyway, those uh, that's it. A little bit better understanding about where I'm coming from, uh, why you should be listening to me. Really, I try to explain the science of why we do what we do. If you want to understand why high-intensity interval training works, listen to my podcast with Fabio Camana, a professor at San Diego State. And we have another one coming up where we're going into the physiology of fat burning. In the meantime, you can catch me on social media. My my Twitter is Pete underscore, I'm sorry, Pete MC um, underscore fitness. It's Pete MC underscore fitness on Twitter. Uh, my Instagram is Pete McCall underscore fitness, and that's Instagram. My webpage is PeteMcCallFitness.com. If you want to send me an email, if you have any specific feedback, if you'd like to hear a guest or if you um, have something, a book, a point of view, something that you'd like to promote or you're a media representative, a PR representative, you want to book a, a guest, contact me at Pete at PeteMcCallFitness.com. A very hard one to remember. And in the meantime, I really, um, I'm enjoying this. I've gotten some good response from this. And uh, my goal is there's so much garbage out there about fitness. And here's the thing, and, and you'll hear me say this in a couple episodes. If anybody tells you any definitive answer about exercise, about what exercise you should be doing, your first exercise should be turn around and walk away from them. Because there is, we, we know sort of about how fitness should work, but there's so many variables with how exercise is going to affect your body that it's, it's impossible for anybody to give you a definitive answer. What The guests I have on here, what we'll talk about is what we know about the science, how we apply the science, and what we'll try to cover is how you can use that and how you can apply that to make a change and, and have a healthier, more productive life. So thank you for tuning in, and I'm now going to kick it over to uh, the sponsors, Active Motion Bar, Vicor Fitness, and skills. And I will look forward to having you check in and check out future episodes of All About Fitness. Skills is a sponsor of All About Fitness. Skills makes products for all phases of the workout, from warm-up to speed, agility, strength, and most importantly, recovery. No matter what your fitness goal Skills has a product to meet your need. Use code PM30 for a 30% discount on your order. Skills, fitness and performance products. Be ready. www.sklz.com Vicor Fitness is the maker of the new TerraCore, which is a step, bench, balance trainer, and multifaceted exercise tool combined into one single platform. Go to vicorefitness.com to see the newest piece of equipment that will be taking the fitness industry by storm in 2017. Use the code AAF to save 20% on purchasing a TerraCore of your own. TerraCore by Vicor Fitness. Vicor Fitness. Better results from better products. Active Motion Bar is the first resistance training bar where 30% of the weight is a moving mass. An active motion bar can help you strengthen your fascia and elastic connective tissue as well as your muscle, which is important for staying injury-free during the aging process. Research has found that exercising with an active motion bar can be up to 170% more effective than using traditional weighted bars. Active motion bar, let the resistance move you. www.activ 
motionbar.com.